Welcome back to Beauty Marks Podcast, a space where we embrace our marks acquired through our journey. My name is Lourdes Savillon and welcome to another episode of this podcast. I am so happy to say that this weekend was a success. We had our first She Cultivates event here in Orlando, Florida with 25 women that came out to dream and just plan their vision board and how this year was going to look like. And it was so nice because we had a lot of people that came from like social media and just seeing us um, post and they literally just showed up. And it was crazy because I thought, you know, my big push is about getting out of your comfort zone and people did that. And I know it takes so much courage to do that to go somewhere where you don't know people but i feel like everybody there was trying to make friends trying to meet new people and so it went really really well and i'm just so excited for all the events to come this year and we are learning and we're um you know just working great as a team and so make sure to follow she cultivates for the february event details for march and every month this year So I haven't shared on here that in the beginning of the year, I started a new tradition to do is that I got a jar or like a container. And so every week I will be writing down either good things that are happening or something that I'm grateful for, an answered prayer, something that has been, that I've been praying about that, you know, I see kind of coming to, to life. And I it has been so helpful because I feel like it has helped me to like really see all the things that are happening, not just like huge things, but like little things. Like um, one of the first weeks, like on the first day of the year, one of my friends had like a game night. And so I put that as something that I'm really grateful for. It's like grateful for a community of people around me that I can go to those things. And I felt so grateful because we all just like opened up and we were all just having a really good time. And that's like one of those small moments that it means so much because having community is so important. And so, and then it ranges from this week and I got to share um, and I wrote on there like that our first She Cultivates event, so many women connected and, um, you know, they were so like, we got so much, such amazing feedback. So I'm just excited to see like how the rest of the year is going to be. And so I really recommend you do that. I feel like, then at the end of the year, you can open it up and you start reading all the good things and all the things that happened this year. Because sometimes, you know, things happen in life and then that clouds like all the other amazing, great things that happen in our life. And we focus on like the negative parts. But it's like when you look at your year, you can see like both things. But it's just like I can already imagine sitting down at the end of this year and reading all those little things and those like little miracles and those little um, things that actually made the year amazing, you know? So really recommend you doing that, trying it out. You can do it once a week or every single day, just think of something and have that um, to put in there. So definitely have enjoyed that new thing. And then also I got for Christmas, the um, it's like the treadmill that you walk with like at home and you put it under your desk. And let me just tell you that that has been life-changing. You know how I would say a lot that I couldn't get my 10,000 steps every day, but I'm telling you, I feel like I'm focusing so much better. 
I actually can be literally walking for two hours on the treadmill with no problem. Like it's like I'm working and I feel like I get things done. It's just insane. The productivity and just like the movement, being able to move your body throughout the day. And it really works. I used to think I'm like, is it just the hype? And no, like at first it was funny because I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to like fall on my face because I'm very clumsy. I know I feel like I'm already getting used to it and it's been really, really good. And this week I am also starting to record video podcast and I'm so nervous, but excited at the same time. And um, it's just like a new era to start doing that. So I don't know if you're uh, more just listening on your way to work or on a walk or while you're working out, but I will also be offering the video option in case you want to like have me there on the big screen while you are um, doing your laundry or doing some other stuff around your house. And so for me, honestly, I don't really watch video podcasts. Like I, I listen to, I have like my 10 podcasts I circulate throughout the week, which I know is a lot, but I would say on average, people have like five to seven podcasts they listen to um, regularly. And sometimes you watch them. So that option will be coming very, very soon. And just really grateful for this month. I feel like so many things have happened and I feel like usually January is like a drag, but this January is going by super, super fast. So today I wanted to talk about the topic of self-sabotage. And when you think about self-sabotage, you think about like doing the worst thing possible. Like if you told yourself you weren't going to drink or you're doing dry January, which dry January is actually like a really big thing in conversation, which is um, I will do an episode one day on that, how it's like culture kind of changes what you see really, really cool. And it's like, when you see a lot of people else doing it, you're like, wow. Like, it's like people just pick up so much about what the culture is doing. And that can influence so much in what we're doing on the day to day. So if you haven't heard of dry January, it's um, a lot of people gave up alcohol in January to kind of start off the month, you know, like more of like a health kick to help you out. But then like bars in New York and like big cities are now offering more mocktail versions of stuff. And they're saying that like, it's a huge push right now to maybe reevaluate their relationship with alcohol. You know, that before like they've survived quote unquote, um, 23 days without it or, uh, three weeks without it or whatever. And so now people are debating that and kind of thinking that maybe that's a better way of life. So it's just interesting. And I'm not saying that it's going to be like that for everybody, but it's interesting that now that's like a big conversation. And I've been seeing a lot of videos about that, of how, you know, they're just not drinking in general. And so, and that was something that I had shared on my unpopular opinions about that. Uh, Drinking is something that's kind of like pushed as a norm that is like, it's actually weird if you don't drink versus people that do drink, you know, and that People don't talk about all the the negative effects on your body that it does more than a lot of other things. So it's like normalized. It's like, oh no, like this is what we do in our culture. So anyways, so talking about self-sabotage, you kind of think about like, okay, if you told yourself I'm going to do, I'm not going to go drinking, right? And then all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I'm going to go to the bar, but like you kind of like expose yourself to it and you're like, And then you're like, 
okay, I'm just going to have a drink. Cause like everybody's there. Like, you know, I, I have this settled down and then it's like, you already exposed yourself to it, but now like you're like, okay, one drink, but then you're like, you know what? I'm just going to go all out. And so then you like go blackout drunk. And so there are some things like that, that, that can be the extremes of self-sabotage. And sometimes self-sabotaging is just like you forgetting a deadline or not preparing well for something that you had coming up. So sometimes it's like consciously and sometimes it's unconsciously. And those things can prevent us from accomplishing our goals and getting to where we want to be because it's actions that we take. And so some things that I want to talk about today were things that maybe you don't consider as self-sabotage, but really can be that for you. Um, And I think a really big one that I hear and I know I have struggled with is self-shame. So telling yourself constantly or beating yourself up about past mistakes and saying, I should have known better. Oh, like if I just did things differently and you're kind of like reliving this shame narrative about you and the way that you see yourself, like you're a failure, like I really messed up and now like there's no hope. And instead of thinking, maybe now I know better and I will do better. And that narrative makes such a big impact, but you think that, no, that's not me. So self-shame really does harm us and we do it in our mind. Like that's something that we don't always say out loud, but we believe. And that belief shapes a lot of the ways that we act. And I've even heard people like in conversations that um, they're like beating themselves up. They're like, dang, I was stupid. Or like, oh, I'm so stupid. Like that kind of things that you that you might say like and it might be even in a joking way but it's like that stuff that you're saying about yourself so like the beliefs that you have about yourself can be self-sabotaging um because they're not true about you you made a mistake that was you in some time that was you you didn't know what you know now so it's like you don't deserve to be treated or or beat yourself up in that way the other thing that a lot of people do, and I have done it, and I have shared so many times on this podcast about self-sabotaging is trying to be perfect. And being a type A person and kind of being goal-oriented and all of that has its perks, but it also has its ways of feeling like until I have everything perfect, like everything has to be this way, like everything has to be in a straight line. Um, and sometimes that makes you very rigid in relationships, that makes you not flexible in relationships, and that affects those relationships, that affects when you to not know how to adjust the change really well. So like when things are not going your way, you really struggle because you're like, wait, my morning routine was messed up, now my whole day is messed up. And sometimes you learning to adjust and adapt and knowing that things are going to happen and not letting that ruin your whole day or your whole week, that is a gift. That is so good to have because usually things don't go as planned. And another big thing is waiting until you're perfectly healed. And I remember last year I had kind of like a healing burnout because I was so intentional about my healing that I got so tired, I guess, or so overwhelmed of my healing that I was like reading so many books about like all the problems that I have. And like, in a way it made me very self-aware. I was going to therapy and that was helping me, but I feel like 
I got just so in this mindset that like, until I'm like, there's like a perfection of a healed version of me that I'm striving to be. And that I had to kind of like, Liz, you still will get triggered. Things still will happen in your life. Like, it's not like you get to this like perfect human form, even while you're working on yourself. No, like you're a continuous working on yourself in your life. And so add fun into your life, add other things into your life. And so I took a um, a pause on um, going to therapy because I actually felt like I had to like go like and actually practice this stuff and actually do some stuff. And I took a break from reading a lot of self-help books. And I started reading more just Colleen Hoover books and other things that were just like sparking my imagination and just kind of like just stories. And I feel like that helped me so much personally. And this is just my experience. But I feel like we really can be like, we become obsessed with like this perfect version of us, which actually like, I feel like you miss out on things because you have this idea of when I become this person, it's like, no, you already are. And like, you're a work in progress and progress is so much better than perfection. The next thing that I have struggled with personally and can be very toxic to like our daily life is not asking for help or self-isolating. We sometimes get this like God complex that we're like, I can do it all. Like I can manage it all. And if we've been hurt, we, we can say things like no one else got me like me. No one cares. You know, I've, I've tried, but like at the end of the day, like we die alone and that's like what it is. I have seen how like when I do that, I get so overwhelmed, feeling more stressed, more anxious, more just like, I feel like the world is on my shoulders because I feel like it is instead of just allowing people in. And if I am really struggling, having a place to go. And so that's why even if you're healing and working on yourself and like, you're an amazing person that I know you, you got a girl, like I know that you take care of things it's still okay to rely on others and find those people that you can rely on and have the community where you're like, Hey, I'm having a rough day. And actually I know you've asked, you told me like, let me know when you're struggling or like, if you need something, but I'm going to let you know, actually when I'm struggling and I need something. So like today's the day, you know? And if that even means like delegating some things, you know, I know a lot of um, of you guys have families and you know places and and your own spots where it's like you have to take care of a lot of things in your in your life and so asking and delegating and kind of the self isolation of like how I said before it's kind of like you start telling yourself these lies that starts becoming the truth of like you are alone no one cares when it's like you can find so much help and like you would be surprised how many people are actually in the same boat actually want to help you if you allowed them in versus like self-isolating and just not asking for help when you really really do need it the next extreme of that is more saying yes to everything I used to think that saying yes and being the yes person is like the best like goals, right? Like you want to be the most reliable person ever that's always there and never like misses anything. But I realized how that's actually not the goal. The goal is to have a balance and have a mental peace 
and say yes to the things that you actually really mean yes to. And so self-sabotage when it comes to you saying yes means that you end up depleted. It's the other extreme of not asking for help. It's actually like, yes, yes, yes. But then you also neglect your needs and you don't validate what you need. And you're so worried or involved in everybody else's stuff and like your calendar is super full and like then you don't have time to process things and and I've talked about this before about like boundaries when it comes to your time it's like are these things all aligning with the person that I want to become like can I can I really squeeze that in or is it because that's actually something that I'm able to do it's very different when you actually make time for something versus like you're like, okay, between these 15 minutes that I have, I'm going to call this person, go drop this off. And I know that there's like times that you're just running errands and stuff like that, but I'm talking about like you putting on more things and you can really take a load. I know that um, like right now with my sister's wedding, I had told her, I'm like, Kat, like, I know you have a lot of things going on. Like you have a super busy schedule right now. And I know that she's like, on the team she cultivates and everything. And I, and I was honest with her. I'm like, Kat, like, tell me if it's too much. Like, I always want you to be honest with me. And I rather you tell me like, Hey, realistically, this is like how much I can give. And this time, then you feel like you have to do something. There are things that I know that are responsibilities, but there's also some times that you're just like, you know, sometimes it's the friend time. It's the fun time that you have to sacrifice. So it's quote unquote, a balance that you give. But I know I would hurt myself so much when I would say yes to everything and try to, and kind of put myself completely lost in that. And that affected me in all areas. So these are all some examples to name a few, but there's so many other ones like rejecting recognition and numbing out on different things to not get certain things done. And so Those are just things and some examples and some things that you can do instead, instead of those behaviors and just becoming aware. I know that we are all human and we all struggle with these things from time to time. And, you know, I know that you're doing the work, you know, you're looking at your habits, you're making goals and intentions, and you're trying to unlearn or learn new patterns. And it takes time, you know, but you're brave and I'm proud of you and you're going to make it through this year. I believe in your goals and your dreams and intentions for the year and excited for all that's to come. So make sure to subscribe to this podcast, leave a review, let me know what you're loving, things that you would love to hear. I am starting my February relationship chats this month. And so I'm excited to share with you guys the topics and the speakers and different people joining us in the conversation. And so make sure to... Uh, share it with a friend. If it has helped you, encouraged you, share it on social and tag me at Elizabeth Sabi and make sure to follow at She Cultivates ORL for all upcoming events this year in Orlando, Florida. So I am so thankful to you for tuning in to this podcast. As always, remembering that you are not alone. And if you ever need to chat with someone, make sure to reach out to me. I hope you have a great week and I will see you guys next week.